Today's episode of the Bill Simmons Podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network brought to you by State Farm. Just like football, life can be unpredictable. That's why State Farm agents are there to help with over 19,000 agents. A local State Farm agent could be just around the block. Whether you talk in person, by phone, or through the app, State Farm is there. Go with one with coverage and agents you can count on. Go with the one, State Farm. Talk to an agent today. Meanwhile, Mercari is the selling app that makes it fast and easy to sell almost anything. Take a few pics, add a description. Boom! Your item is listed with buyers in all 50 states. Stuff really sells. Everything ships easily, so there are never any awkward meetups. You can find Mercari on the app stores or on Mercari.com. M-E-R-C-A-R-I. Mercari.com. We're also brought to you by the Book of Basketball 2.0. Still number one on iTunes right now, House. What's going to take it down? Oh, it, uh, gravity. <laughs> but it was a good uh, good first couple days. We even have a Twitter feed, Book O Basketball, because Book of Basketball is 16 characters. Oh. Pat Muldowney was trying to negotiate for, uh, for an extra character for us. It wasn't working. Yeah. But uh, we launched four episodes on Tuesday. The Secret was the prologue. Then uh, one was Steve Kerr talking about 25 years of The Secret. Steph Curry Pyramid Podcast, and then one that you were on, the rewatchables of Game 6 2016, OKC Golden State. Please subscribe if you haven't already. And if you like the podcast, give us a rating because I always get jealous when, like Joe Rogan has like 126,000 ratings. People like Joe Rogan. People are like, I like this podcast. Great. Do that for me, for God's sakes. What do I, all I do is give you guys free content, for God's sakes. Come on, Kyle. Well, <laughs> it's Kyle's fault. I'll get. I'll, Kyle's I'll do five ratings today. No, jeez. Go do some bots. Subscribe on. Work with the Chinese. Do some bots. Rate my pod. I'm on it. Coming up, Joe House is here. He's in studio, and we're going to talk about a lot of basketball. We're going to do million dollar picks. We're licking our wounds from a devastating loss last week, and then uh, Mally Ribbon, the mother of dragons, is joining us. We're going to do a little three-man slash woman pod. Ooh. She's going to do Mallory's Most Intriguing. Oh, my. And, uh, and maybe we'll talk about food, too. That's all coming up. First, our friends from Pearl Jam. All right, Fresh from the Junior Heavyweight City of Champs. How dare you? Joe House. What is this kind of slander? It's the World Series. It's not the... You've the, taken down all the, the champs that don't totally matter series anymore. The or the or the regional series. It's the World Series. It's the best baseball team on planet Earth. So right the N- now. The NFL and the NBA are the most two popular sports in America. DC hasn't won a title in either sport, but that's fine because you've nailed out all the junior heavyweights. What do you mean by baseball, hasn't won a title? We, baseball. The, we have three Super Bowls since I've been alive. And, and you and weren't I'm, even and out of college yet I was by the alive, time those though, were over. And I was alive for the Washington Bullets uh, taking down That's true. Larry O'Brien in 1978. I was alive for all those things. Can we go through all the junior during heavyweight my titles? Lifetime. I have all four belts during my lifetime now. <laughs> World Series, Stanley Cup, WNBA, had MLS, you didn't win. MLS, the DC United. Lacrosse. Bon voyage, Wayne Rooney. Lacrosse. Uh, Do you guys win Team Tennis? I don't know. Yes, 
I, you, did, you did win the team tennis. I think we really did. <laughs> I think we had one of the Williamses. Yeah. So is there a softball league? Is DC taking down that one? Look, keep your eyes open. Kickball for sure. Well, good luck. I hope you get to win the other two titles at some point. We're going to start with uh, an MVP conversation because I went and saw Giannis taping this on a Thursday afternoon. You and I are actually going to go see Blazers Clippers tonight. And if for some reason that game is incredible, we'll tape a little top for this. But I doubt it's going to be incredible. Portland's not playing that well. I saw Giannis last night. We talked about this before the season. Laid out the case for back-to-back MVPs. Only 12 players in history have done it. If he gets a little better, why isn't this the obvious bet? The odds have never shifted his way, and they're still not totally shifting his way. Plus 225. I'll give you the stats. Let's hear him. It's only, we're, you know, we're 16 days in the season. Yeah. He's averaging a 29 and 14 with seven and a half assists, 59% shooting. He's taking 11 free throws a game. His PR is 35.5, which I is obviously not sustainable, but insane. 2.3 uh, blocks a game. He's averaging 3.8 threes a game this year. He made four in the game I went to yesterday. And when he made the four, uh, the third and fourth ones, there was a helplessness in the crowd that I have not felt in a while. Because when you watch him, he's so unfair. He's just unfair. He's, he basically can get to the rim whenever he wants. And it's like, well, thank God he can't shoot threes. And now he's like kind of okay with the threes. My point is, I think he's going to win the MVP again. I, I, I don't feel like this is a 17-day overreaction. The road goes through him. If they win between 55 and 62 games, whatever, I don't see anyone taking it. What are your thoughts? So the two most impressive stats, uh, three most impressive stats to me at this juncture in the season that feel like they're sustainable and that really bolster the case, the assists. Over seven assists a game. That's MVP level uh, distribution for his position and for, for, uh, you know, he, he gets touches on every possession. But like dishing with that kind of frequency that's translating into them having uh, uh, offensive success, that's humongous. The three-point shooting, if he sh- if he tries for a game and he shoots even 30%. He's 27%. He needs to get to 31-32. Yeah, but right. that's a huge win if he can get that. Absolutely. And then the blocks. I mean, the blocks are kind of always there. But if he makes that commitment and he's averaging two and a half blocks a game, that's changing the game on both ends of the floor. And that's something that everybody and you just said the 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 uh, the mark for wins is between 55 and 62. This is another conversation for a different podcast. I don't think we're going to see teams anymore get much more than like 64 to 66 wins like i can't imagine the scenario under which nba teams are going to have wins that that go greatly north of like 64 wins because of all of the load factor stuff and peter, all the rest peter north load management <laughs> yes oh can we can we trademark that let's I officially actually look, call it have you been calling it that i actually looked to see if uh if there had ever been a porn movie named Load Management, there was not. That, seems but then unlikely. as I was looking up, I was afraid I was going to get a virus. I don't believe you. That's no, there, true. Were, there definitely wasn't. No load management. Giannis. Let's change that. Last three years 27 points a game, 28 points a game, 29 points a game. So he's, he's still improving. Rebounds 10, 12 and a half, 14 this year. Assists five, six, seven and a half. Yeah. Yeah. MVP is about narrative. He's still getting better. 
That's and right. this was what we said before the year. It's like, I watched him last year. I thought he was the MVP. I thought it was the best part of the regular season. But I also felt like there was room for him to get better. And he's still getting better. And, you know, from an eye test standpoint, it's um, I, I try to see him at least once a year. I would encourage everybody out there, if you love basketball, just in general, you should go to see the best guys or try to. I know it's expensive to get tickets sometimes, but the eye test is unbelievable. The ground that he carries, just the shape of his body. He's really like, like we were texting with a friend of ours last night, like who's this comp? And there just is no comp. It's yeah, like, I, I like to argue for Wilt because I feel like, you know, Wilt was the first true real unicorn. He was so far ahead yeah. of his time. His physical stature was so dissimilar to everybody else that he played with. And I think about Wilt and what he might have been capable of in this modern era if he grew up like in the last yeah. you know 20 years or whatever with that body with all that athleticism that's the best i i can kind of come up with but there really isn't any comparison cuz you're doing this cross era thing where it's not really possible that's a good comparison though from this from a physical respect because when i see the old wilt clips especially younger wilt um his legs are up where his chest should be. Like yeah. he had the longest legs. Right. His legs were like for an eight foot person. And, and he was just so athletic and so strange looking to watch where you're like, man, that guy, but think and, it, of- and his arms and it just, he could reach everything. And that's how I felt with Giannis last night. Just incredibly long arms. He's got these huge hands. He shoots, shoots threes. They're coming out of his palm. You know, like it, they're, he, they're not even rolling up his finger. He's kind of like flinging it because his hand's so big. It's like he's throwing an orange or he, something. He may figure it out. But think about um, one of our sort of old school eye test kind of uh, judgments that we've made over the years when we've been looking at guys on the phone. It's, you know, 1997. And we're saying, oh, what do you think about? And we're talking about big guys and how they move up and down the floor. Yeah. And how we feel about their, their like, you know, prospects out on into the future. Can these guys stay healthy? Does he, how's he move on the court? It's like the gazelle test. Yes. I remember Robinson right, was like this. Right, right, exactly. Or young Shaq, you could just tell. Certain guys just look like they belong on a basketball and court. They know how to, they can move. They're yeah. very comfortable moving on the, on the basketball court. And they can go from zero to 20 in a split second. Yeah. And that's the thing with Giannis is there's a loose ball or deflection and he can go from a standing, just kind of looking what's going on to he's going full speed and he's going... I don't know, seven yards a stride or however. It's crazy. It's crazy to watch him. I, we did, we have a podcast coming next week. I don't want to spoil it, but there's a conversation with me and Jay Adande. This is for the Book of Basketball 2.0 podcast about people, the three people I've seen in my life who could just get to the rim whenever they wanted. One of them I never got to see was Wilt, but I think just from the clips, it seemed like that. Um, the second was Shaq. And the third was LeBron, where LeBron hit this point this decade where it was like, if he had a head of steam, he's getting in the basket. He's getting to the rim and he's going to get a layup or a dunk or you're fouling him. I felt that way with Giannis last night. Giannis was in third gear for most of the game, which is not an insult. He, you know, he, he can play at a pace where his third gear is better than everybody else's fifth gear. But then he has these two more gears he can go to where it's like, all right, this game's getting tight. I'm just going to get to the rim. And if you, and if you try to stay in my way and sag down, I'm going to hit open shooters and you're not stopping this. So this is great because this is the perfect segue from the last time we saw him play really competitive basketball. 
The Toronto Raptors elected a type of defense. They funneled his ass into the lane yep. and dared him to beat them with exactly what you're describing, which is either some kind of intermediate floater kind of shot, which he doesn't seem to have at this stage. Doesn't seem like he totally has and, it. And or to distribute the ball, make the correct decision in real time, find the open guy. And Toronto took over that series by playing that way. And this is the evolutionary moment. We'll see what lessons learned from last year. Him and 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 Coach Bud together can get can collaborate and see whether or not we will be able to watch this in real time during the regular season. Getting to the hole, you know, in, with some a little bit of Olay defense. That's kind of one thing. But they well, but with the Clippers though, like Harold's Harold's good, like sizable, yeah. He's the type of guy who can at least form a one-man wall and make it difficult for Giannis. And Giannis was just doing whatever. I think I thought Corver was washed up, and I have no idea if he can get through in eight months because he's, you know, he. I'm sure he looks fine now. He's had rested summer. He's if he can stay healthy and he has one more year in him, that's going to be really important for them because I think they really, really, really miss Brogdon, and that's one of those things where. Brogdon is averaging a 22-5-10 and 10 right now for Indiana, and he's like their crunch time guy. They're running the whole offense through him. The Milwaukee fans are really upset that they didn't just spend the luxury tax and keep him. There's been some word that they were worried, they thought he was an injury risk. That's, that's, that was he had the some rumor. feet stuff in college. Right, that was the rumor. Um, he hasn't been 100% healthy for them even the last couple of years, and they just decided it was too risky. It might have cost them the title. Well, it's, just it, that move. It's too early to say because it might prove out to be too risky. No, but it, but just what the jump that he made this year. Yeah, watching that and thinking about that with Giannis. Yeah, but the 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 risk is, and and they you know if this is the way they were assessing it, it hasn't been disproved. Can he do it over? Yeah, eight, can he do it for eight months? Eighty games, right? But man, watching them last night, George Hill looks good. Yeah, little rejuvenation out of yeah. George Hill. And we had, and mentally you feel like he's 40, but he, the guy's like 30. Yeah. Like he actually should still look good. Bledsoe is the guy I worry about. They got both Lopez's. They don't play him at the same time. I, I, I love it. Um, it's a terrific acquisition. The Chris Middleton thing, like he had another one. This has happened, seems to happen a lot with him where you're at a game and you forget he's out there for a quarter. He is who he is. He like, is who he is. Yeah, that's it's fine. But they can be successful with him that in, in playing that role. That's the one spot I would consider upgrading if I were them. Which? Middleton. No. The spot they need to upgrade is Bledsoe. They can't trust Bledsoe they, for the entire season. They're stuck with that. No, they, there's there's going to be some like veteran point guard who can control the ball properly <laughs> in the I it's going to come. It's, it hasn't we haven't got there he was, yet. Bledsoe was good it's, last It's going to be something like Goran Dragic, you know, Dragic or something like some guy I like that's that. That's better though. I'm then Bledsoe in the fourth quarter. Who you? Who do you Bledsoe's want running the show? Who do you want running the Still a really good athlete. Like he's still physical he's, as he hell. He still takes shots that he shouldn't take when when the game Listen, matters. You know I'm not a giant Bledsoe fan, but I don't know. I, I think the upgrade potential would be if they made the Chris Paul move, which would be. I mean that's incredible. Sure, that would be an upgrade. That's yes. you're throwing some contracts in. But I'm how not do you get there? By you OKC. mean Chris Paul for Middleton? No, it's like Bledsoe, Ilyasova. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. can they can get there with the contract. It takes a lot to get the forty million is a lot. No, it's it's like thirty four this year. Oh, okay, that's reasonable. It's it's a little more that's doable. Just, that's just uh, Bradley Beal money. That's not John Wall money. It's just Bradley Beal money. <laughs> By the way, the, those guys are back. 
Which There's guys? been a lot of stories about how Bradley Beal and John Wall love each other now. What's what's not to love? They're it's like, buddies. Would you like would you like to collect $35, 40 million dollars and just go shoot, would do whatever? I saw a stat on the on the Twitter about uh, Beal starting off the season slowly, his shooting percentages are down. He's like, I don't care about shooting percentages. And I, I agree with him. What does he care? Just yeah. Shoot. Shooters shoot. You're not they're not gonna win any games. I actually like what I've liked watching them this year. I've been watching them because Isaiah's had like a little mini comeback for them. They're trying hard. Yeah, they they, they stay. I hard. mean, they 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 can't stop anybody and they can't score. They go on scoring droughts. The Pacers beat the pants off of them. They just, you know, way too much. I uh, watched some of that game. Way too much bonga, way too much Wagner. Yeah, I don't know about we, Bonga. Bertons, like come I like on. Bertons. He's fine. MVP, other odds. Uh AD is six to one. Harden's plus four fifty. Nobody's ever voting for Harden again. It doesn't feel like it. Watching them last night, it just there's a malaise slash lethargy with that team, even though they're winning by twenty. It just seems like nobody's having fun. Well, I want to ask this: How long do you think a Miami hangover lasts these days? Like this is no, really hold on. we're going to talk about that in a little bit. <laughs> um, Jokic fourteen to one. Embiid sixteen to one. LeBron and LeBron and Kawhi are both eight to one. Wait, did you say Embiid sixteen to one? Yeah. Oh, we have to hit pause. I gotta call. I gotta call somebody. <laughs> it's also sixteen. Probably the number of games he's gonna miss this year. Well, I mean, this is the thing. So what? That makes him uh, parry passu with his peers. How about so our you... boy Luca at twenty five to one? Nah, I mean he's fine. I like Luca. Don't think that I don't like Luca. Don't misunderstand. It's gonna average like a twenty nine nine and nine it's, this year. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. He is a wonderful addition. The dumbass to, Atlanta to the fans still are like, well, well we got Trey Young. It's like <laughs> you lost out on a two to three time MVP. You did not win the trade. Enjoy Trey Young. He's great. He is really fun. fun. He's fun. Fun guy to have we in your like team. Him. You yeah. didn't get an MVP out of it. Yeah. Lucas. It's a tough one. Luca is a generational player. That's true. Luca and Giannis will be the two best guys in the league in like three years. I don't have a rebuttal. Siakam is 50 to 1. I think it could be 5,000 to 1. I'm just pointing it out. Okay. 50 to 1. Why aren't you more excited about Luca? That offends me. Uh, they, they, they have a little bit of ways to go yet. I mean, they really asking a lot out of the zinger. And so far, we've seen the, kind of the tentative zinger, you know? Like, his his fate is not in his own hands. That's That's all. That's the reason for my tempered enthusiasm for him as an MVP candidate. MVP of the league. You can't win 43 games. No, he'd have to get to 50. So they're not going to get to 50. Not with this version of Zinger. That's all. These are all fair points. I think Giannis plus 225. AD, if he could play all six months, is in play. Because that Lakers team, I mean, not, no surprise, but guess what? When him and LeBron are both healthy and playing, really good and motivated and that, motivated. That, that's been the most impressive thing to me is that can motivation. we talk about Dwight really quick and then we'll take a break <laughs> the Laker fans are getting a little frisky about Dwight Rosillo and I said before the year we were laughing I think you were on that pod where we were like nothing's going to be funnier than the Lakers fans talking themselves into Dwight and Dwight's been good these first two weeks for him the stats have been good eye test looks okay sure, I mean yeah. still looks a little stiff but yeah. it, it, athletically look good athletically better than we yeah. expected I am, I am not abandoning <laughs> Dwight Howard is going to disappoint this entire fan base you, you island. Mean, you're not going to engage in a little premature congratulation? No. That, you're not ready? I'm not going to do for that. For a premature congratulation no. at this stage with, with the D. Howard, the Dwight? I'm going to um, take into account the last four years. 
If that's okay. Four years feels like 40. Let's be honest. I'm also like, going to take into account. was the last relevant Dwight Howard moment? So 2015 playoffs. Okay. They almost made the finals. That's four, so that was that's four, four and a half years. years ago. That's right. I think physically I don't trust it. He has a way of just wearing on teammates <laughs> that's really historic for his generation. Every generation has two or three guys that as soon as they leave, the stories just start coming out that the teammates couldn't wait for him to go. Now, in that respect, it does seem like out of all the possibilities in terms of teams and the chemistry and who's the alpha and the beta and the whatever C is, I don't think he really has a lot of leash with this team. Like LeBron and like AD it. are not going to tolerate too much nonsense. It is a perfect situation for somebody with his skill set that he used to have and might still have flashes of. Because he's playing on the baseline, but he's smart enough to read when he should roll to the basket. And LeBron is finding him for these little sneaky dunks. I just feel like it's going to be hilarious when he when the Laker fans are like, oh man, I can't believe we fell for that. Well, he, I, honestly, I think he... Uh is going to play well. I absolutely agree with your assessment that he's in the very best possible situation. It's a mature team. It's a team that knows how to Wait play. Wait a second. It sounds it's, like you're starting to think he's going to be good for them. No, here's what's going to happen. He's going to get hurt. I mean, yeah. this is what happens with Dwight Howard. I, I was bullish on him. We we sat in Las Vegas, Nevada in the summer of 2018 oh, at, the, Caesars, the Wiz? at Caesars, and the Wiz had just acquired him, and I was looking at the 2018-2019 season and asking smart basketball people around us. We were with Daryl Morey. We were with H-Bob. And we're like, why can't this Wizards team work? Uh, and then Dwight played nine games for him, and uh, my man John Wall got hurt, and it was all over. But like on the face of yeah, it, yeah, I mean, who could have saw that coming? <laughs> but the the reason that Howard didn't work is because he got hurt. He had some kind of you know glute slash lower back slash leg injury thing that kept him from playing, uh, you know, wow. seventy three games. It sounds like you're pro Dwight. No, I think I need it. I need a break to recover from this. <laughs> Hey, LaCroix Sparkling Water delivers refreshment flavor and sparkle with an innocent twist of zero calories, zero sweeteners, and zero sodium. 25 flavors derived from natural sources, natural fruit essences, distinctive packaging, robust aroma, natural essence. They make LaCroix the innocent alternative for health-conscious consumers. As I mentioned on this podcast before, it is the official sparkling water of the Simmons family. We just have cans and cans and cans of it. My kids like the hibiscus is their favorite. My personal favorite is the lemon. I'm old school with my uh, my sparkling water. I don't like to get too crazy. Other people do. You can do uh, six LaCroix Curate flavors that have a bolder flavor profile. I mean, you can do whatever you want with this. They're gluten-free, vegan, kosher, non-GMO, Whole30 approved, environmentally friendly. The LaCroix cans are sustainable and recyclable. They're the first on the market to be produced without BPA liner. Enjoy LaCroix sparkling water, a healthier alternative for you and your lifestyle. Available nationwide and at my house if you ever come over. For a full list of retailers, visit LaCroixWater.com. For more information, join the LaCroix community on social at LaCroix Water. There you go. All right, we're back. I want to hit a couple quick NBA things. It's early, but I do think we can start getting a feel for who the worst teams in the league are. Sure. And right now, this would be my list. 
The fourth worst team is the Memphis Grizzlies, who I like. They're two and five right now as we're taping this. I do like them. I think they have players I like. John Morant, Triple J. I'm in. I've, I, when they're on league pass and if it's a fourth quarter, I'll be like, all right, I'm going to step in with these guys. The foundation's there, but that doesn't mean that they're going to, you know, they're in a brutal conference. And uh, I think they will be a bottom 14. Well, they, they kicked Minnesota's ass last night. I mean, we don't have to go crown Minnesota quite yet. Minnesota did have Carl Anthony Towns. I, I'll remind you, he played last night. I and know. Memphis beat their ass. They scored 36 points in the fourth quarter. You love taking town shots. Well, I just, you know, play defense in the fourth <laughs> quarter. It's a winnable game against one of the worst, four worst teams in the league. Bill Simmons said so. Third worst team, not right now, but they will be, is Cleveland. They're two and five. I like the way the Celtics played them the other night, and they really came at them, and Love and Thompson were good in that game. Um, they're going to trade Love. That makes sense. This is all leading toward them. That's what they should do. Swapping Love to a team that A, wants him, and B, is panicking a little bit, uh, like the Portland Trailblazers. <laughs> but uh, I think the one thing that's jumped out with me with them is they seem well-coached, which makes sense because they went and got a real coach. Yeah. But they... They just have a nice vibe to them. But as soon as they trade love, that falls apart. Second worst team is Golden State. Yep. They're two and six. They have the worst roster in the league. They just do. Yeah, that, there's no arguing this point. I don't, yeah. you know, I'm not. The infrastructure a... will do some stuff, but I just, when I was trying to make the list of the, t of the worst four, I was stunned how easily Golden State slotted into the two spot. They're going to get a top five pick. Now, everybody's saying this is a really weird draft. People, uh, a couple of our ringer people have compared it to the 2013 draft, which I actually did. Which that was the Anthony oh, Bennett right. draft. Yeah. Oh, And that God. was, that it turned out to have really good players, but yeah. they went, McCollum went, I think, 10th. Giannis went 13th, et cetera, et cetera. And I think the Knicks are the worst team in the league. Yeah. Can't argue it. What's interesting is from a talent standpoint, they aren't. They should be better than like Charlotte, for instance. It's just it's it's just a horrendously put together team. We said this during the summer. Do you need Bobby Portis and Marcus Morris and Taj Gibson and Julius Randle? Who does this? It's really There's weird. There's no roadmap to this ever making sense ever, unless the plan is to sabotage the season, in which case, congratulations, they've self-sabotaged once again. But if you're going to sabotage the season, don't sign anybody and just keep your cap space. But no, no, none of those guys, only Randall has any duration to his deal, right? Yeah, but you're bringing in a bunch of people that you're paying who two of those people are going to be unhappy at all times because you can't play all of them. I feel like it was not, I mean, the Dennis Smith Jr. thing is a whole another other world they of, should trade of, in this summer. Of, of discussion. Um, I don't think it was like it's a ter terrible idea experiment-wise to bring in a few guys that have been in the league with R.J. Barrett just to see what R.J. Barrett's going to show. Well, here's the thing. He's the only guy that matters yeah. on this whole right. team. That That's I, right. I like Frankie Smokes, and I, I think Kevin Knox I don't would definitely not give up on him. R.J.'s good. We agree with this. We thought this last spring. Yeah. I never gave up hope. I couldn't believe people were bummed out when, when like, the Knicks fans were like, oh, man, we end up with R.J. Barrett. It's like, yeah, that's great. You, That's a big win for you. You should be happy. Summer League, he wasn't good in, like, two games. We were like, oh, man, this sucks. R.J. Barrett's good. R.J. Barrett will have a long career. I, I'm not positive he's an all-NBA guy, but he's definitely a really good score playmaker. Building block guy. Yeah. We're, we're in agreement on this. I was really impressed in the, I watched the whole Celtics-Knicks game 
And he didn't even play that well in that game, but his feel is it's very confident. Like he'll take it in the basket and he's not like frantic rookie guy. He's like kind of he's bouncing off people, he's moving. Yeah. I, I like mean, him. The knock that that uh he had because we watched it was, you know, the the um inability to be effective at the end of games with with games on the line for Duke. But I think ultimately that's kind of like a thing about Duke and about college basketball. Like, yeah, and just the rhythm of college. Play, exactly. He's like a, a professional player waiting to bust out is, is what that I think we, we've seen now. And no shooters. Games. Yeah, college is like nobody can get in a rhythm of college game. There's a timeout every two and a half minutes. Yeah, plus the foul call thing is a debacle. I have never been less into a college basketball season. This is wow. my number one. Is this a hot? All time, I could care less. The Celtics don't have, they, they, they're not going to get the Memphis pick this year. There's not like signature dudes to watch yet. I just don't care. Okay. And these guys, this, they, they're in and out of your lives in four months. It's, it is it's a, like, hey, here's somebody. Oh, now he's gone. He's going to the NBA. It is, it's November, so they're still. Sorry, Kyle. Earmuffs, Kyle. Uh, a couple more overreactions, 17-day overreactions. Devin Booker. Uh-huh. He's a member of the 50-50-90 club right now. I mean, it's only two weeks in, but he was awesome. The Suns are 5-2. and two. They had a nice win over Philly, which I watched. No Embiid. The, uh, the Aaron Baines and Ricky Rubio, two professional dudes. Know yeah. what they're doing. Now, they're playing Baines 35 minutes a game, which is not, not sustainable. sustainable. He's an 18-minute a game guy. That's right. But they actually have guys who know where to go and what to do, and it's help Booker. Um, what's funny, though, is the Suns fans seem to think that I'm not a Booker guy. Like Based when, when I had the whole thing this summer where I was mad that he wasn't on the world championship. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like I'm mad that he's not on Team USA because I think he's really good and we need him. How does that go to me not being a Devin Booker guy? It's like I'm really upset he's not on our team. He'd be our best player. Is that Am I a dick for thinking that? I I'm, I think people, I can't I can't get in the head of of the the Twitterati. Well, the <laughs> the Twitterati. But I but I think it was you know uh, he made a decision like a lot of guys did about his own health and his own you know what was going to put him in the best position yeah to be successful this NBA season and then you know Tatum did play for the Team USA and got hurt. And you expressed some regret about him being in that position. We no, were I did really not. worried about him his injury. Did you express a lot of concern about the injury? I was just worried. I thought he With, broke his ankle. I understand. That's right. It I still, I'm still glad he played. It, it really helped ruin him. the season. It, it helped him. ruin the Celtics season. I am just telling you, Tatum and Jalen and Marcus Smart and Kemba all being on that team, even though they got their asses kicked, was great for the Celtics. All of those guys came in at a whole other level, and I don't think it would have hurt Booker. But the funny thing is, so I, that's my opinion. I have an opinion on this. <laughs> and then the great thing about the internet is then people have opinions on your opinion. Sure. And then that's how it works. I am now countering with an opinion on their opinion of my opinion. <laughs> I can't, my brain is, is not smart enough to understand what's going on here. I really like Devin Booker. Yeah. I wish he had been on Team USA. It didn't work out. Now the Suns are five this and two. This is the best point guard he's played with in his entire life. Yeah. I think well, we he's another guy. Like, who knows how long he's going to stay healthy? Who? Rubio? Rubio. Yeah. Rubio's beard I've got a lot of issues with. I just really like that. Did you see his beard? 
I haven't seen him. He he, the, all of his hair. He always does. No, he's weird got things. like the thickest beard I think anybody's had. It's really uh, it's disarming. Good I don't totally him. understand it. It's he not looks thicker like than hard. He looks like one of the dudes in Alive. <laughs> Remember that movie? <laughs> yeah. They they rugby plane crashes and right. they have to eat each other. Yeah, I'm, I, he looks like he's been in day thirty five on the alive plane. Well, I don't he, get it. By the way, he's the one that's getting eaten. If there's any doubt, yeah, R- Ricky Rubio. Yeah, he would be your first if the Suns playing. He'd be <laughs> he would be the first guy. Yeah, easy. That's a tough one. Not a big dude. <laughs> the worst thing if you were on the live plane. You would have been hungry within two days. I mean, this is the thing. Like, uh, I got to eat. Yeah, you would have been R- like, hey. Ricky, I know. Come here. We're gonna go get some water. <laughs> I know Bob just died, but <laughs> come on, Ricky, you're getting some water. I know Bob just died, but who's hungry? <laughs> Should we carve him up? If we cook him now, <laughs> make a stew. We could like cure it. We can hang the strips. Oh, that's terrible. I don't want to talk this way. Another 17 day overreact. Well, listen. This, they can, the aggregators can now say <laughs> Simmons and friend joke about eating Ricky Rubio on BS podcast. <laughs> how says I have to shave him first. How says he would be first choice. <laughs> uh, another overreaction that I actually don't think is an overreaction. I think we have five legitimately good East teams. Five. Yeah. Okay. Minus, uh, Milwaukee, yes. Philly. Yes. Those are the two OGs. I think the Celtics are good. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Keep I just going. think they're good. I think that the slashing kick, I think they have a lot of offense. And Hayward's back. He's Utah Hayward again. I'm mm. telling you. All he's right. back. All right. You loved Gordon Hayward three years ago. I did. He's back. Then he suffered a catastrophic injury. Yeah. and it took him two years, it and did. now he's back. Okay. He's doing Gordon Hayward stuff again. I, I would throw in uh, Toronto. Yeah. Out of respect. Defending I just champions. think they're good. They are good. They're smart. They play smart. They lost Kawhi, but Siaka made a leap. And, and Van Vliet is better leap. this year than he was last yeah. year. Yep. Like they've And they have OGs in there now. Like, they just... Yeah. And, 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 and Lowry's still, you know, doing Lowry things. A little smart. swagger. It's smart. They're smart. Smart basketball team. Continuity, House. I agree with this. Continuity matters. Can't. These guys have been together for a few years now, and I think it's an advantage. And then uh, I'm a Miami guy. Yeah, okay. I know fine. they got their ass kicked the other night, but I, I just think that's a team that's going to be in the high 40s and has a trade to make. Okay, that's fine. If that's the if, the, if those are the qualifications for good, for fitting in the good category, then I'm not going to argue I with just it. like their players. They're not that good, but they're fine. I like their players. Me too. They're going to be fun to watch. We have money in them. We do. I don't want to talk about it. We actually did well in our future bets. I, we haven't done anything. They only played eight games. Nothing's happened. No, but Let's I mean, not talk about it. But I'm used to doing future bets with you where eight games into the season, <laughs> I'm already lost. like discounting We're, the money. already lost. The yeah. Celtics 67 game wins. <laughs> We we I do feel pretty good that we're gonna win the Golden State under that one. I feel like it's okay to talk about under forty seven and a half. No, it was forty eight. Well, half. I didn't. I got in late. I got in at forty seven and a half. Jesus, but still, that under is gonna be a good one. Well, we also have Golden State and Indiana to miss the playoffs. Thirty two to that one. one. I'm not talking about because Indiana is good enough to make the playoffs in the East. They're they just, are. They're absolutely unequivocally good enough to make the playoffs in the East. It's TJ Warren. Well, that's the thing. The Suns, they still have no bench. Yeah. But the TJ Warren trade, I never understood that one. They still just kind of gave it. him away. I guess they needed to create cap space to sign Kelly Oubre, and that, that's how they got Baines and okay. all that. I get okay. all of it, but all right. 
you can go to him in the last two minutes of a game and he can actually get a basket. There's the list of guys you could say that about is not high. I don't. I don't it's think I appreciated 40. his size. I watched a good amount of the Wiz against the the Pacers last night. He he's big. He's a big boy. He moves good. My most shocking thing is that Charlotte isn't terrible. Well, I don't think they're one of the worst four teams. I'm with you. I uh, I love this Devontae yes, Graham. I didn't. Right. I don't ever remember even thinking about this guy last year. They, I just love that strategy. We're gonna go shoot 33 as a game. Yeah, and we're gonna sometimes get our asses handed to us, and sometimes we're gonna make half, and we can win those games. I love that strategy. We're gonna take a break, and we're gonna do million dollar picks. And now it's time for the State Farm Safe Bet of the Week. The player you can count on. Just like football, life can be unpredictable. House. That's why State Farm agents are there to help with over nineteen thousand agents. A local State Farm agent could be just around the block. Whether you're talking person by phone or through the app. Yeah. I mean, State Farm is there. Go with the one with the coverage and agents you can count on. Accidents happen. Ah! Where's my is that agent? A bit? That now it's <laughs> not a bit. Gonna fix the cup. Get the guy. Oh. Get uh, you Hold know, on. It's you... like Aaron Rodgers and the other one. So, Josh Jacobs, offensive rookie of the year. We like Josh Jacobs. Right now, the odds he's minus one twenty-five. I think he's on a Raiders team that has a puncher's chance of being in the terrible early Saturday wildcard game. They'd be the sixth seed. Ooh. Maybe maybe in Indianapolis or Houston. But I could see him doing the 2,000-plus all-purpose yards. Here's the thing. Here's the competition. Kyler Murray, plus 150. David Montgomery, 10-1. to 1. That's not happening. No. DK Metcalf, 15-1. Hold that thought. Okay. G Minshew is already out. Uh, Marquise Brown, no. Daniel right, Jones, no. Devin Singletary, 30 to 1. It's not ridiculous. There's eight games. So he could go on he a get tear. hot. He right. looked really good last week. Yeah. The guy I would be worried about for this bet is DK Metcalf because he is turning into Russell Wilson's kind of Doug Baldwin yeah. after after working out with a personal trainer for two straight months. But he's become a reliable third down end zone guy. Here's the thing with Jacobs, though. First of all, he's awesome. We've already talked about him in this segment before. Second, he's the heart of that Raiders team. That's it. You know he's going to get the touches. All the time. He's getting the touches. That's 30 the touches. Point. Yes, this is why I um, like it. I just think he's going to be the guy. So Josh Jacobs, minus 125. You sign off on that? I'm on it. I'm does it feel put, safe to you? Not only does, does it, it feel, feel safe, like, am I, you, I, mean, knock that I wouldn't have to call the agent because no accidents are going to happen <laughs> if you go in that direction. <laughs> all right. Stay firm. Talk to an agent today. All right. We're in some trouble with million-dollar picks. We had the Colts last week, and I think we would have won, and Jacoby got hurt. And that was our biggest bet of the year, $700,000. Oh, Jacoby gets that. hurt. Eesh. On top of that, the Colts have a chance to win the game. They get a first down. They're in the 28. They basically go sideways for three downs, and then Vinatieri shanks one. One of the worst kicks I've ever seen in a game. <laughs> the fucking guy doesn't have the laces in the right spot. Vinatieri, almost, almost like his body convulsed. It was like he killed over. Well, they, and they, Kyle and I had a whole conversation about whether Belichick was asking him to tank the Colts games because the Pats wanted to bring him back. <laughs> Kyle still thinks that, I think. I think that I think he handed uh, Kansas City a loss when he got rid of Jacoby. He knew it was happened two years ago. Mm. I'm yeah. kidding. That's, Can't argue Can't it. be ruled out. So we got to win some back. We lost... $652,000 last week. Feels like a, a big loss. We're down $1.157 for the season, but I feel like we can win all of this back. Um, first game. 
I've watched a shocking amount of Tampa Bay Bucks games this year, mostly on offense because I have their two receivers, Godwin and Evans. Yes. And Evans has been just flat out incredible. Yes. Tampa is a very entertaining two and six. They've been in these games for the most part. Um, they've just been kind of, I don't want to say they could be five and three, but I think they could easily be four and four. Remember, they lose that stupid Giants game in week three. They were in it with, uh, with the Tennessee game that they squandered. And then, and then they lose in Seattle on OT last week. Those were all like either or games. Yes. So here's the other thing with them that I think is fascinating. And I didn't even know until I was researching this. They've only played two home games. This is the, them and the Raiders have been on these insane like five game road trip things. Yeah. What's going on in the NFL? So far this year, they've played in Los Angeles, Seattle, and London. How's that fair? That's fucking brutal. How's that? Even All of those places are 3,000 miles or more away from Tampa Bay. Right. Uh, so their schedule actually gets a lot easier, but they had the fourth hardest schedule by DVOA, and that's even before you work into the whole every week they've been playing somewhere else. They have 18 turnovers this year, which is not, in my opinion, a sustainable number. I think a couple <laughs> of them have been fluke. In your opinion? Fluky. Oh, you're saying at that rate of turnover, that's not the sustainable yeah, part. Yeah, two plus turnovers a game is yeah. is pretty atypical. They're only 18th in DVOA. I thought that number was going to be lower. Zona, Arizona, who they're playing this week, is 26th. Um, Arizona is the third rushing offense in DVOA. Tampa has the number one run defense by DVOA. Huh. Arizona has the 28th passing defense by DVOA. Oh, God. Um, Arizona's three wins this year are Cincinnati, the Giants, and the Falcons. Those Losers. are three of the worst five teams in the league. Yes. And I don't know. I just, this to me feels like a big Tampa win followed by people going, oh, like Jameis has been pretty good the last few weeks. Like if I guarantee if you look in your fantasy league, he's probably starting for whoever has him this week. The only thing I can say to you in terms of a tap the brakes. Is, is fucking Jameis Winston's involved? Yes. Oh, I left out one other thing. Bruce Arians revenge game. Oh. Yeah. Ah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Them uh, can't them carrying Bruce off the field <laughs> after he beats the Cardinals. I just wish it was three or three and a half. At I'm most. not thinking about that. I don't I'm so, like I don't I'm so tired of backing off of bets because of the points. This is part of the reason we haven't done yeah, well. And you're not this year. concerned that that say, uh the Cardinals have had the cheap touchdown. Well and 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 they had they had the extra rest because they played the Thursday game. And didn't they look pretty good against San Francisco? They were never really like, you know They looked okay. They looked okay. They were competent. They were competent. They looked all right. I, so we could do money line. It's minus four and a half. It's minus two twenty for the Bucks money line. The over under is fifty two and a half. See, I would much rather. This is what I would do, if it was my million dollars. Yeah, I would bet whatever we agree upon on the Tampa money line plus the over because I just think this is going to be win with overs though. I, I I'm it's fine. I'm just telling you that's that's. And I'm sure the over is the the squarest bet uh, on the board, um, but I just see this as one of those like forty two to thirty 
eight games. One of those kind of games. I have one other option for you. Tampa money line, minus 220, with the Baltimore money line, which is minus 525, and the Saints money line against Atlanta, which is seven, which is minus 700. Hmm. That parlay is minus 102. Oh, we got to even money. Yeah. That's pretty good. Want to do that? Yeah, but don't let's not go huge on it. Okay. I'm worried about uh, Baltimore. I don't love teams that haven't won a game coming in off of a, a bye week. Yeah, but that doesn't. That, I mean, the game, game could be closer than we thought, but they're not going to lose. It to doesn't Cincinnati. feel like they are. But how many people last week thought that that Green Bay was going to lose to the uh, uh, Chargers? True. All right. So or that's, that the Cowboys were going to lose to the Jets. That's minus one hundred two. Hold that thought. Second one, the Miami Indiana Indianapolis line is just way too high. It's too high. It's the dumbest line of the week. I almost can't believe it. Miami is getting ten and a half points in Indianapolis. We love the Colts. They've been very good to us until last week's uh, catastrophe. People don't use catastrophe enough with gambling. <laughs> I, I would say Jacoby getting hurt in the first quarter and them losing to that stupid Pittsburgh team that doesn't even have a quarterback. Borderline catastrophe. Yeah. Miami's, I think people are still in the mindset that they're horrendous and they're just not. Why? Well, I, I will say this uh, week, folks are finally taking note. They've covered the last four games. Yeah. I believe the more majority of the money so far that's been bet on this game is on the points with Miami. I think the, the public is finally catching on. Washington, they lose by one where they, they actually went for two to win it. They sure. didn't get it. At Buffalo, 31-21. And they were in that game, and that actually was a three-point game, and then the onside kick the touchdown onside kick, for the yeah. crazy cover. Yep. Pittsburgh was 27-14 on a Monday night. They were up 14 nothing, and then that game just got weird. Yeah. But they hung around that one, I thought. And then uh, and then they beat the Jets last week, 26-18. And, and the Jets fans were upset about how devastating and just what an awful loss. And I was like, Miami actually kind of played better than you guys. Right. So... I look at this and is there a way to take advantage of the fact that Miami's last seven games totals 43-37-40-33-52-41-44. And then you have the Colts who aren't going to have Jacoby Brissett who don't have T.Y. Hilton. You have a T.Y. Hilton stat. I do have a T.Y. Hilton stat. Uh, Since he, over the last two years as a starter for the Indianapolis Colts, when he misses a game... They are winless. They are 0 and 6, I believe. And you can feel it. We've watched a lot of Colts this year. You can feel it when he's not out there. It's rough. So my thought is the 10 and a half is great. A tease would be even greater. Mm-hmm. If you can get that to, you know, if you throw them in a 10-point seat tease, you have Miami getting 20 and a half. Wow. And you could make the under 54. So they'd have to score 55 points. What are the odds those two teams could get to 55? 55 points, not to mention the bad field goal kicking. How expensive is that Is is that teaser? Well, it would just be a three-team, 10-team teaser. You'd have to find a third team. Okay. But you could also do a two-team, seven-point teaser, bring the Miami to 17 and a half, and you could bring the over-under to 51. I like that one. Let's do that one. You like that one? Yes. And and it's not disrespectful to the Colts. Like we really, I think at this stage of the game, can hold ourselves out as Colts experts. I mean, we've right. we bet on them nearly every week. We really know the rhythm of what they're capable of. 
every single game they've played in in the 2019-20 football season has been decided by one score or less. So, you know, putting in a a a, a, uh, a wager that requires three a three score W plus the the totals that you just went through. This is just a, a sound way of of generating a little return on investment, as far as I'm concerned. So the seven pointees is minus one thirty, isn't it? I don't know. You have the the odds up. Yeah, it's minus one thirty. So that's a key point with Indianapolis about the under the rhythm of the, how they play. It's a very methodical team. Yes. They take their time. It's 30, 35 seconds on the play clock. It's handoffs. It's play action. And they're just a really careful team. It's not like, oh, we're going no huddle. We're going to really up the pace on Miami. And I, I just think this is going to be an ugly game more than anything. So if we do a seven point, that would be Miami to 17 and a half. And then the under to 51. Okay. That's minus 130. Okay. So you like that? Yeah, I do. Okay. Um, Cowboys minus three against Minnesota. Mm. Can I make the case? I have one thing in mind that tilts me one, one particular direction. I'm eager to hear the case. Minnesota might, might be the good, bad team. Oh. They beat Atlanta. They beat Oakland. That's their best win, probably. They beat New York, the uh, Giants. They beat Philly. Uh-huh. I think Philly's their best win. They beat Detroit. They beat Washington. Uh-huh. They lost to Green Bay. They scored six points against Chicago. And they lost to Kansas City and Matt Moore, who was teaching phys ed like three weeks ago. Those are their wins. Yes. You like that? I don't like that that much. <laughs> you don't like that. Here's the other thing. It's weirdly a must win for Dallas. They're five and three. Philly's five and four. And Dallas's schedule is about to get harder. Dallas is plus 85 for the year right now. Offensively, they have the number one offense in DVOA, which I did not realize. And the line's only three. Here's the other thing. No Adam Thielen. Who I just feel like they fall apart when he's not out there. He's like the third and seven guy for them. So could they just slow down Dalvin Cook and let Kirk make a mistake? Then that's the other thing. Kirk Cousins. There you go. You get Kirk Cousins. This is the angle. Guess what? It's a Sunday night game for Sunday Kirk night. Cousins. You said it. And not only that, it's against a team with a winning record. Like two humongous Kirk Cousins bugaboos. How do we not put money on that? Yeah, this is this is why this is a. Is it, I'm going from strong lean to lock. We got to play Dallas this week. Okay, and then uh, you had one. You had the Rams. I like the Rams uh, minus four at Pittsburgh. Uh, the Steelers are one and four this season against teams with uh, a winning record. Now, uh, Micah Fitzpatrick has been really good. He has been impactful. He has helped that defense. Their defense looks very good right now. Yeah. Um, they have uh, done a good job uh, against the team since uh, Mr. Fitzpatrick has joined them of holding teams below their average scoring and and uh, average total yards. But their offense is terrible. It's really... Even Steeler, even the craziest Steeler fans I know 
and I know a few, unfortunately for me, <laughs> all of them are like, yeah, Mason Rudolph's not good. They can't generate sustainable drives. They're the, the, the average scoring drive for the Pittsburgh Steelers so far this season is just a little over 44 yards. Now, what, why? And so that's, that's first in the league. That's tops in the leagues in terms of, of the length of drive uh, for, for, that produces a score. That's a, a, a direct relationship, bears a direct correlation to the, the turnovers that their defense is generating. They, they are way below average at, at drives that start where normal drives begin, uh, the, uh, the opponent's 25-yard line. I mean, their own 25-yard right. line having to go the length of the field. They, they're they're uh, bottom five in the NFL in that category. So I just like the Rams who've had all of this time. They're coming off the bye week. They are in a position here where they can pick up. They're going to pick up a game on either on Seattle or San Francisco because those teams are facing each other. The Rams can't afford to lose this game. They have to win this game to get to 6-3 and three and position themselves for both the playoffs and and potentially the NFC West, I really feel like like anything under a touchdown to me for the Rams feels like value, and I love the Rams. So the fear would four. be Jared Goff outdoors. That's it in a, a location where the fans are rooting for the other team. No Brandon Cooks. We might not see Brandon Cooks again this year. Um, and that's it. But I actually think the Rams defense can win this game. And to your point, if the Rams win this game, they're six and three. They're home for Chicago, home for Baltimore next two weeks, at Arizona, home Seattle, at Dallas, at San Francisco, home Arizona. That's a hard Those are three <laughs> really hard games. One, two, four really hard games. Yeah. So this is like, if they lose this game, they're fucked. They're fucked. Their season's over. Well, what about this? Tampa and the Rams, money lines together is plus 118. That's pretty good. I like so that. So we can do that over Tampa, Baltimore, New Orleans. Yeah, because that 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 uh, I mean, we could also lose that, but I like it. All right, here's what we're doing: million dollar picks, week ten, ten, yeah. Cowboys minus three, must win game. More importantly, a must lose game on a Sunday night for the king of losing night games on television, Kirk Cousins, <laughs> and, and going up against a winning team. He does not like that. Chris Collinsworth going, Al, I've just never seen anything like this. This guy in a night game on TV, I, I just don't understand it, Al. I just don't understand That's it. That's your Collinsworth? Yeah, I tried. That's a little Bradshaw. Sorry, I tried. 500K on the Cowboys minus three. Lots of shots of Jerry Jones awkwardly high-fiving his son and whoever else is in there. Let's do... Let's do... Uh, 300 on Tampa and the Rams, the money lines, plus 118. I like that. Feels positive. Feels like a way to generate a little revenue. Yeah. And then finally, we will risk 260 to win 200 on Miami plus 17 and a half, seven point tees with the under to 51. I'm going to really bet this with my own money. You're going to bet? You want to put more money on it? <laughs> well, I'm going to like put my own money on that. I really like that bet. All right. Well, I'll do 360 then. I'll do 360 to win 300 on that. Great. So there we go. Cowboys minus three, 500. Rams, Bucks, money parlay, 300 at plus 118. And then we have my, I can't believe we're betting on the Dolphins. Dolphins <laughs> plus 17 and a half. 
with the under of 51 in that game. Fitz magic! 360K to win 300 on that one. There you go, Johas. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to bring the Mother Dragons in. Hey, let's talk about SoFi. If you're like most millennials, you know you should be investing, but you're not sure where to start. Well, getting your money right doesn't have to be hard. SoFi Invest makes it easy. It's the first investing platform to offer stocks, automated investing, and crypto all in one. And with SoFi Stock Bits, you can buy a piece of your favorite brand stock with as little as a dollar. See how easy it is. Listeners who fund their account at SoFi.com slash BS will receive $25 in mystery stock. Yeah, free stock just for signing up. Here's how it works. Go to SoFi.com slash BS. SOFI.com slash BS. Create an account. Then choose either do it yourself or let SoFi's automatic investing build your portfolio and use stock bits to buy fractional shares of your favorite stocks. Get started with as little as a dollar. Again, listeners who fund their account at SoFi.com slash BS will receive $25 in mystery stock just for signing up. SOFI.com slash BS. SoFi Lending Core. CFL number 6054612. And while we're here, you know Square, they make that little white reader that lets anyone take credit cards, but running and growing a business takes more than payments, which is why Square built so many more tools that can help, like point-of-sale software, invoices you can send right from your phone, easy-to-build websites, and access to business loans to help you manage your cash flow or whatever it is you need to do to grow your business. Their payments are the best. No complicated contracts or weird fees. You always get your money fast, even instantly. All these tools are in one place. They're all built to work together. So whether you're an online retailer, restaurant owner, a hairstylist, a skydiving teacher, whatever, Square has tools that help you no matter what size or stage of business you're at. See all the ways Square can take your business from square one to whatever's next. That's square.com slash go slash BS. Loans subject to credit approval and issued by Celtic Bank member FDIC. All right, Mallory is here. We do Hello. Mallory's Most Intriguing every week. You can also hear on the Binge Mode Star Wars podcast. Indeed. Have you enraged Star Wars Nation yet? You know, I don't want to jinx it. Hasn't happened yet. It's been... Yet. Yet. Yet is the operative <laughs> word. I definitely took a lot of heat for my my movie power rankings and where I had Last Jedi. But aside from that, I would say that people have been uh, quite kind and encouraging and receptive. <laughs> Yeah. And uh, it's it's been going well so far. I hope it continues to go well. I just remind everyone that um, our common ground is that we love this thing and it's okay if we don't agree on every single aspect of it. That's fine. That's how I feel about Devin Booker. Well, I we missed that conversation. So. I, I, I admire the effort on the Jar Jar Binks because, you know, that's an extra, extra cribble character to me. Yeah. But but the it was it was a it was a treat a kind treatment. It was a thoughtful treatment. Thank you. It's exactly what you would expect out of binge mode. I shouldn't act like I'm surprised. That's really I nice. I would just say, oh, here's the Jar Jar Binks episode. <laughs> okay, that one's over. <laughs> Let's go on to the next one. You know, we try to understand. I know. I love yeah, it. I thank love you. It. It's part it's of the really charm. Nice. Well, you guys are America's favorite platonic couple. It's nice to get you in the same room. You um, have all the same interests. Well, I'm we gonna. Did. I just made fun of House for winning the uh, for DC being the junior heavyweight city of champions, oh winning all titles in sports that America kind of cares about, but not totally. It's ridiculous. Baseball, hockey, WNBA. You know how I we, feel about we, DC sports. Team tennis. We couldn't remember if they won that one. Lacrosse. <laughs> I don't think that season's over yet. Well, I mean, lacrosse is is Baltimore sport fully. So. That's yeah, a that's great true. point. Come on. Yeah, that's yes. true. Did you tell him that I sent you an emergency text message late last night about the the Jenny's? 
a holiday ice cream. Wait, what? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I haven't heard, seen or heard this it's yet. Like, this is yeah. a crucial moment. Speaking of load management, where is it? So, <laughs> uh, here's. Uh, you hear that, Kawhi? Kawhi. Mallory texted this to me and Jeff Chow last night. <laughs> yeah. And Jeff Chow's response was, You have a sickness. Yeah. Which I, I thought was kind of mean. I mean, it was, it was hurtful. Jeff could be mean sometimes. Jeff is very supportive in general, and I'm grateful for his his encouragement. Cognac and gingerbread pint. Hell yeah. I mean, I don't want to make this all about me. I just want to express like the tiniest bit of disappointment that I wasn't just included in this yeah, text. I, I, knew, I knew you it's were poised okay. for travel. I was. I I was lay. I was. A, I was asleep. It's true. I was. I was on, Bo- on the couch. Boozy eggnog pint. Mm. Yes. Mm. Which mm. I think is. Oh, I should just say boozy eggnog. All of those words are foreplay. Boozy <laughs> eggnog, which is the sequel to load management. Is it really? <laughs> Can we tell Mal? No, hold on. The, hold that the, Your research. Okay, but look. I, uh, I researched whether there had ever been a porn movie called Load Management, and the answer was no. <laughs> that's, not, that's not true. There's no there way that's possible. No, there wasn't. I looked. She agrees. There has I seared. I mean, we I believe you. I, I, it's not, I'm not sure, doubting Peter you. Norton. It just seems so un- unlikely. I, Sweet potato with torched marshmallows. God, yeah. so good. <sighs> White chocolate peppermint. That was my wife's favorite on this list. <sighs> Soothing. This is my favorite. Whiskey and pecans. I've, uh, whiskey and pecans is an OG. It's mm-hmm. an OG. Yeah. We, we've, we've had and it. Darkest we've chocolate. been there. And I like the whiskey also. and pecans because I do feel like they it's put real one. alcohol in it. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Like if you eat a whole pint of that, you are feeling a little funny after. Mm-hmm. Just a tiny bit. <laughs> but in a good way. Delicious. Right. Um, all right. You have you do your most intriguing. Yeah. I I think I this is the first time I ever requested a topic from you. It's the second time. Second time? Okay. <laughs> second time. You were you going from five to one or one to five? Let's go for five to one. Okay. Well, it's really up to you. What yeah, order do you want to you. go in? It's what was to the you. topic that Billy BS sent you? Are we saving it? The topic that he sent me, I have at number three today, right in the middle. Okay, okay that's fine. So, all right, start with number five. Yeah, number like five. Every... By the way, we we haven't really interacted since the Ravens Pats game, and she's been very kind about it. Hold on. We haven't really interacted. I You've mean, like, been ducking me all face. week. <laughs> I, as Kyle can tell you, because I literally accosted him on the street and made him take selfies with me as he shielded his face. I came into work on Monday, decked out, head to toe, in Raven's regalia, waiting to take an embarrassing picture with you and post it on Instagram. Couldn't find you. <laughs> I sent you a text message <laughs> right after the game. You responded, onto Philadelphia, which I do not think is a response you would have accepted from me had the circumstances been reversed. Listen, you did not respond to my tweet. I'll, the only thing I'll say is... <laughs> I don't I don't care about early November. It, well, it, right. I don't celebrate Super Bowl parades in, in November 3rd. Uh, let, me, That's my let me enjoy this now. Yeah, I let yeah. you enjoy it. I didn't say anything. I, 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 I was so psyched that everybody buried the Pats. Nobody, I was like, that was no. the biggest win of all That's time for absurd. us. That's Nobody's absurd. That's absurd doing man. that. Nobody's, Nobody's doing bar- that. Baltimore. Straw man, exactly. Who's burying the Pats? Somebody did. <laughs> no Nobody one. did. Nobody did. By the way, I found a second person who didn't think Lamar Jackson... Could make it as a quarterback because mm-hmm. everyone always blames Bill Polian for this. Booger sure. McFarland was right. the other one. That's right. He was like he said, uh, Louisville should convert him to Louisville wide receiver, receiver. Yeah, that's to tough. give him a better chance. All those receipts came out. All those receipts were on the table on Monday. That's so very when tough. so when people talk about all the people who thought Lamar couldn't play quarterback, it's basically Bill Polian who's 145 years old. And Booger McFarlane, who we get to hear every week on Monday night, and I'll rest my case on that one. <laughs> well, I think it was 
it wasn't just about the people who overtly said he should play running back or he should play receiver. It was the way that once he actually was out there on the field, so much of the way people assessed his play was charged in some way. Yeah, this is also true. After that playoff game, that playoff loss last season, this is this is how I this is, this is great. You know, this is how great I do every single you. podcast. Yeah. I rest the the stand on my belly because <laughs> this way I know I won't forget. I've been known in the past to like start talking or whatever with the phone or whatever the hookup is in Washington, D.C. Yeah. And I forget that there's a microphone I'm supposed to speak into. Oh. If it's on my belly, there's no chance of me forgetting. Okay. And it's very comfortable, yeah. as you can see. Anyway, that playoff loss uh, last year to, remind me, Chargers? Who mm-hmm. they lose? Chargers. The Ravens Chargers. Chargers, yes. Yeah. Um, they had, got be- had beaten them We're, a few weeks prior. It was a, it was, it, it validated all that Lamar it skepticism. Absolutely did not. No, no. I'm saying it, in the Twitter sphere for all, the skeptics, the Twitterati all came out. Oh, see, we pre- the point has been proven. He can't throw the ball if he's not running. You know, if you can't get him uh, going with the run, he that can't was throw. actually the worst they of Twitter in two ways because it was the anti Lamar. And then it was the pro Lamar mm-hmm. doing the, he's okay, he's okay, he's fine. And it yeah. was like, he sucked in the game. But that didn't really have to mean anything. He just had a really bad game. That was my argument to you. It was like, he sucked. Let's move on. Does it mean his career's over? I think that's reductive, but we don't need to litigate the What's past. What's reductive? He sucked. It he was, sucked in the game. They didn't sufficiently adjust the game plan to face a team they had beaten mere weeks prior. That won't happen again. The coaching this season has been incredible. Harbaugh's ready every week. Now defend Kendall Roy shitting in his own bed. I will. Well, he had an active you know, night. He did Met have an a new woman. Night. He, he didn't, did. All he didn't sorts didn't of new sensations. Had to listen to his brother embarrass the family by talking about the electric circus, a novel that doesn't exist. Let me ask at the this. dinner table. Since when is shitting in the bed indefensible? <laughs> 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 why, why does anybody have to defend it? Frankly, we should just be congratulating him because they fucked in the helicopter previously and he waited to embarrass himself until he had removed himself from the company of another human being. I don't even think he's embarrassed. He's like, I gotta gotta go. He's gotta go. I gotta go. It's indicative of his disdain for for all norms and and, uh, societal constraints. Did you see the video of Lamar? Seeing Tom Brady before the game? No, no, I haven't seen. And this. after the and game, and then oh, after yeah. the game, that was nice. Tom Brady came up to him because he loves to do this with the up and comers. He butters them mm-hmm. up early so they feel bad. This is a Scott Van Pelt move too. Um, basically, <laughs> <laughs> so he gives a little head. Hey, what, hey, you man, get the Scott Van Pelt treatment? Huh? No, I, I think it's smart. Okay, gets in early. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, but Lamar was very nice and said twice, "Go." It's a goat right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was great. He's right. It was really emotional. It is a goat. What was the after after game one? Same thing? Yeah. Yeah. It was it was sweet. He really he really admires Brady. He's talked about it many times. I think if you're going most likable quarterback just from press conferences and NFL films interactions, Patrick he's probably Mahomes, number one. number one. No, I have no, Lamar over Mahomes. That, come on. It's definitely Lamar. <laughs> and, and Aaron Rodgers last. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Aaron Rodgers. He's not, does, I don't think he's a dick in real life, but in, in the football NFL films version of Aaron Rodgers, he just seems kind of like uh, precious. Lamar is very charmingly it. forthright in his interviews. You know, really just says what's on his mind, wears wonderful t-shirts. He's happy. He, 
he, there's a joy, he's there's the a moment. joy to him there. There is, really there is a joy. It's infectious. It. Let's it's let's infectious. hope that he's he runs a little bit less. I don't want any of that joy to to get caught in a you know oh an awkward turn. Stop ankle it. He reminds me how and I have been watching 2012 OKC games for this uh yeah. this podcast we're mm-hmm. taping tomorrow, and there was a joy to that Thunder team mm. that I really missed. Because as those guys got older and a little more jaded and all that, just like everything's in front of them and they're just happy. I think you would feel it with Lamar no matter what, but the contrast to the Flacco era in particular is really you, Having a handsome corpse. It's just the, the, the guys on the team want to play for him. They have fun yeah. playing with him. You hear the way like Earl Thomas is out there saying MVP and it, it doesn't even matter if you think that's valid. It's just the fact that they're all having so much fun playing for each other. Also, I discovered last night that Marlon Humphrey has an Instagram for his cat. Every day I fall more oh, in love this with is, this team. This is so up your alley. Hit up It's Snowflake on Instagram. Oh, Check it out. Also, I ha- I'm just going to, a little teaser here. I got another cat thing coming up for you in the top okay. five today. Do not, what's number five? Okay. All right. Number five, every now and then I I, I ask Bill to indulge me mm. and talk about college football. Oh. And this is one of those weeks because it's- It's a big game this week. It's LSU-Alabama so we weekend. Can gamble on? Ryan Rosillo's there. Oh, that's right. Yeah. It's LSU-Alabama, number two LSU, number three Alabama. The first college football playoff poll came out this week. Okay. And those two I know teams, I was on the edge of my seat. You must have been. I know you love the sport, and I know that you're invested in Nick How Saban's legacy. How did Condi Rice vote? Isn't she one of the voters? <laughs> Condi Rice, doesn't she help with this? Two of the top four teams in the first playoff ranking yeah. facing off immediately. The other two teams, Ohio State was number one, Penn State number four. They'll play in a couple weeks. Penn State was number four? Penn State number four. Clemson, controversially, at five. Yeah, interesting stuff. That's disrespectful. So this is an incredible game if you're a college football fan. But myself or you, because I know you don't accept that Gambling. argument. Gambling? NFL draft scouting. Draft season starts now. Okay. Start paying attention to the prospects. This Not is bad. as good a game as any to start paying attention to. What's the number one question? Is Tua healthy? Alabama quarterback, number one prospect in the draft. He sprained his ankle? Well, he sprained it badly enough that he had to have surgery on it. And oh, it's his Jesus. second ankle, ankle surgery what in two years. Yeah. It's the other ankle. He's now had ankle surgery two seasons in a row, which is not great. Saban being a little cagey about whether or not Tua is going to be ready to play. It sounds like he's going to, even though this only happened a couple weeks ago. But then what's question number two? Whether or not Tua is out there, can Joe Burrow take Tua's crown? Joe Burrow is LSU's quarterback, and he is having a classic college football, out-of-nowhere hero season. He's currently the Heisman frontrunner. A little background. Great name. Joe Mm. Burrow is a great name. Four-star prospect back in the day. Originally went to Ohio State. Couldn't crack it. Couldn't beat JT Barrett for the job, and then knew he was going to lose out to Haskins. Ended up transferring. Played for LSU last year. Was I say this with nothing but admiration, like the definition of mediocre. Yeah. And this year is just an absolute star. He's got 30 touchdowns, only four picks. Not only is he the Heisman frontrunner at the moment, he's suddenly a top 10 NFL draft prospect. Maybe the number two quarterback in the draft at this moment. So they're facing off, which is awesome. Also, Alabama has three receivers who are, and I, I mean this, potentially top 20 picks in this draft. Three. And LSU has two defensive backs in this draft who are maybe top 20 picks, and they're going to be facing off against each other. Everywhere you look on the field, there's NFL talent. Plus, I'm sure you can gamble on it if you want to. Alabama minus six. Mm. Alabama minus 215 money line. 
Over under 63. Trump will be at the game, by the way. What a week for him. He's, what he's, was the other thing he went to this week? Well, he hosted the he Nationals. He hosted the Nats. At the, at the White House. And he was at MSG for the UFC fight. For the UFC fight. fight. Man. Yeah. He's coming out. Doubling down on his sports base. This right, is going to be an incredible game. It's a great game for how SEC House, play. we're going to watch it together. We'll bet evolved. on it. Oh, that'll be fun. We are going to bet it's on, on it. It's on at 3.30. This is good. Watch, oh, great. Pay, pay attention be? to Jerry Judy, Henry Ruggs, and Devonta Smith, Alabama receivers. They're, okay. they're incredible. And then Fulton and, and Delpit for LSU. All right. Number four. Number four. Actually, let's take a break, and then we'll do number four. We just talked about LSU, Alabama. FanDuel Sportsbook, in partnership with Valley Forge, is giving you the chance to get an even bigger win when you bet on the game. Sign up with promo code BS. Bet up to $5 on the LSU Alabama Moneyline. If your bet wins, FanDuel Sportsbook will pay out your bet and site credit at 25 to 1 odds. Just sign up using promo code BS to qualify. By the way, there's plenty more to bet on on the FanDuel Sportsbook as well. Spreads, over-unders, parlays, props, round robins, special promotions running every single day like close loss insurance, touchdown bonuses, and boosted odds. Best of all, FanDuel Sportsbook has lightning fast withdrawals. That means you can have your winnings in your pocket in as little as 24 hours. Sign up with promo code BS. That's BS. Then place a $5 money line bet on LSU Alabama. You'll get paid out in site credit. 25 to 1 odds if you win. Download the FanDuel Sports app now or visit FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. To bet today, must be 21 plus, physically present in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, or Indiana. First online wager only. Bonus issued in site credit. Site credit expires seven days after receipt. Terms apply. Pre-game wager required. Max, $125 bonus. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Most intriguing. <sighs> Number four. Number four. Sponsored by Jenny's, even though it's not actually sponsored, but we did really oh, give them a plug. Whiskey and Maybe they'll pants. send us some Jenny's. Oh, they man. always do. They're not afraid to send it. They've sent cases here before. I've seen it. Nothing I love more than Jenny's. If there was a bathtub filled mm-hmm. with Jenny's ice cream. Yeah, I would bathe in it and eat it you all. You would climb into it the only and time, try to eat yeah, your way out? Absolutely. Why I wouldn't not? get out of the tub until I had finished. What's the downside? <laughs> What's the most Jenny's ice cream you've eaten in I one night? I feel like that's an experience you want to share with a partner, though. The bathtub. I, I that's, really, that's a fantasy suite You want to know how close I came just now to talking about getting in the bathtub with her and eating <laughs> the ice cream? And then I was like, oh, wait a minute. I crossed the line last week. I, I don't want to offend her husband two weeks in a row. I am a wife. <laughs> I, I just can't keep doing this. It'd be funny if he knew that you guys were being the pod together and Adam came and was just kind of just standing <laughs> hey, in the corner. Like, hey, How you doing? Great hey, man. You. Yeah, Great I thought I'd just watch the pod. Yeah. Did they did they send any of the, the Texas sheet cake? <laughs> That's his favorite. <laughs> All right, number, number four. Number four, what a weekend. Yeah. For New York sports sadness. Giants Jets is a the Pooper Bowl. All-time it's debacle. So the Pooper Bowl. And not only do we have Dimes versus Darnold, the Jets inadvertent tank in full effect. Everything that's happening with Gase. Do a Google search right now for Adam Gase and read some of these headlines. But we have the added variable, if you'll indulge me for a moment, mm. of the MetLife cat. The black cat. I saw that. <laughs> Terrific. Will the cat come back? I just want to be clear about something. I want to know how you feel about the cat. I was really, my reaction was one of pure concern. 
Most people thought this is so cute. Oh, let's make a meme. Let's make a GIF. Here's a video. Here's a funny joke about the scouting report and how the cat would be better for the Giants than most of the players on their roster. I was like, is the, does the cat have medicine? Does the cat have food? Does the cat have shelter? And guess what? I did some research. The answer is yes, apparently Hundreds of cats live at the stadium. What? I read this article. I didn't read this article. There's a stray cat thing going on there. It falls a bit into, from the Rewatchables, half-assed internet research. Like, you're not sure if you should believe what you're reading. But there's, there's certainly reporting out there that cats were brought in to the Meadowlands complex to fend off the rat problem. Now, the cats... I saw 300 cited as a number. No. ...have formed multiple colonies. Apparently, the... The stadium organization, they feed them colonies. Steven Soderbergh drama? (laughs) I mean, he took a rat problem and made it a cat problem. How does that make any sense? Underrated television show, by the way. They feed them dry food. Then there were quotes in this New York Post piece and some other pieces from individual employees who were saying, yeah, they have dry food, but I know the cats like wet food, so I provide them with wet food. And then I would like to read a line from this article. (laughs) This is from the Post piece. Quote, Officials at MetLife denied last Monday that the facility is overrun by cats. Denied. <laughs> well, That's the thing that they have to say now. That's the state of things. Overrun right now. by cats. You can't have three hundred <laughs> cats in a stadium. That doesn't make any well, sense. Where do they shit? On like in the underneath. They that live sounds, underneath. This sounds like the gr- next bad. great health crisis. Yeah, well, there's agree. all sorts of stuff there, right? The racetrack. There's a lot of land. This sounds that's like a, that's a MRSA. This is outbreak to too. Yeah, this it is. is. How, this is outbreak Cat started Ebola. with the monkey in the kitchen. What yeah, was that one? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I want the cats to be okay. That's my primary concern. If I'm worried about you know, Sam Darnold's career. I knew, I knew but you were worried about the black cat when that thing was running around. <laughs> so that thing worried. was going to get caught by a net or something. Well, I, I thought just, he seemed so. He was so clearly afraid. Yeah, there was an. He was. He was, he was uh, overcome by anxiety. Yeah. That's exactly right. Have you noticed how announcers don't know how to handle moments like that? But this Booger one was and, an Booger and Tess were, I mean, they were fake laughing for three and a half minutes. It's no, like, Kevin, right. Harlan, Kevin was, Harlan incorporated a live read, a sponsorship. Well, I saw that. Was that was funny. Otherworldly. The Monday night guys were like, <laughs> well, <laughs> it was just like for three and a half minutes. It's yeah. like, all right. There's oh, a it's so, right so dissimilar oh, from the rest of the broadcast <laughs> between those two. Uh, so the cat. The cat. Are you more worried about the cat or about Sam Darnold's interception rate? That's my question for you right now. Well, I, I, you made me think about dark times for New York sports right now. Yeah. Francesca stepping down, mm-hmm. the Pooper Bowl, Meadowlands, yeah. whatever it's called now, being overrun by cats. <laughs> the Knicks, House and I just did it on oh, our podcast. Man. We think they're oh, the man. worst team in the league. Terrible. Hockey, whatever. Nobody cares until I mean, April. And they like the Nets are exactly setting the world on yeah, fire. Yeah, no KD. Pretty rough. Yankees, are, Yankees are not going to get Garrett Cole. That's what I was just going to say. They Hopefully are, they'll miss out on Cole. Aren't they doing a deal with uh, Gardner? <laughs> yeah, Jacko <laughs> is Jacko. Awesome. We're going to see Jacko this weekend and make Yankee jokes for 48 straight hours. I mean, I'm wearing Cole's my- going to go to the Angels, you think? Well, he's a West Coast guy, California guy. I, I think the Phillies have a real chance. The Angels... I do. Not to get morbid for, for a second, but the Angels kind of... The Tyler Skaggs thing just kind of came and went. Did it? That's I don't a know, that, active and incredibly complex like, investigation. I know, but that feels like that should be the biggest baseball story right now. I think it has a chance it's to probably still gonna be. be yeah. yeah. So why are they the front runner to get Cole? It's like, hey, you know what team I'm signed for? The team that's in an active drug investigation right now. That sounds enticing. I get to live in Anaheim. I don't know. I don't know. Awesome. Jeff Chow seems certain he'll end up on the Phillies. 
I hate that outcome. Do you think Strasburg's going to resign with yes. the Nats? Yes. Strasburg, I believe, is a lock. Mm-hmm. He moves You got to lock family. down Zimmerman and Suzuki. <laughs> It lock him up. Um, the uh, Strasburg's a lock. He moves his family. He is a creature of habit. Mm-hmm. Um, they have treated him enormously well in his time in Washington. I'm more worried about Anthony Rendon. Mm-hmm. No, he's had a great time. They signed him to an extension. They initiated an extension when they didn't have to. They they overpaid. His opt out is to to bring him up to market. He deserves market. They'll, they'll pay him. And and that that all makes sense. It's a win 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 for everybody. I think Rendon, Rendon ends up in a Texas. Concerning. A Texas God team. damn it! I don't want to hear yeah. that. That really hurts my feelings. I think he's he from Houston. Ba- I know. I think he wants God to be back there. Damn it! Yeah. I worry about the Rangers. Actually, I actually have a prediction. Okay. What is it? Is it that the Red 20... Sox are going to train Mookie Betts? No, I don't want to talk about Mookie Betts. <laughs> I can't handle it. See, I don't want to talk about Anthony Rendon. November eighth, three thirty p.m. Pacific time. Okay. I think the Dodgers mm-hmm. are going to trade. Clayton Kershaw to one of the two Texas teams. And my guess is it's going to be the Houston Astros. Mm. Well, that would be the classic place Cole. for him. Mm-hmm. Kershaw, fresh start. The Verlander. He's from Texas. Reboot, restart, moving on from the Dodger decade. Mm-hmm. That feels like an Astros y kind of move. I cannot see them trading him. Okay. I, I see him ending up there after this current contract expires. He's a franchise legend. You can't trade him. All right. I don't know if there was a moment. Mark that clip. Got it. If What's there was number ever, three, Mallory? A moment. Number three. Oh, special request from SG. Yeah. Oh. What the hell is going on with these Chargers relocation rumors? The London rumor <laughs> and better than the rumor itself, the response from Chargers brass to the rumor and then even better than the response from the Chargers, the Subsequent conspiracy theories about the Rams. Fun. This is the best story the right Rams now. Rams driving this. I, I'm, I don't know all the details. So the rumor is the Rams are driving this. They don't want the Chargers to stay because they're competing for these right. suites and leases, all these seat leases, all these different things. But really, nobody wants two LA football teams. We've everyone in this entire region has made that pretty clear. And the Rams want to be the team, and they kind of are the team. Nobody, there's no Charger fans. Yeah, they want to boot the Chargers out. So the conspiracy is they started this rumor about the Chargers moving to London (laughs) and leaked it to somebody because this was a reporter who had also broken some other Rams. Yeah, and Florio had a PFT piece about this. It started to to this is terrific. My here's my. It's a little succession. Do you think there's any chance that this is true? If I were the owner, of the, I I would jump at being the London team if I was a team like the Chargers, where there's zero path to me ever succeeding in any major way whatsoever in this region. Okay, it will so never happen. Here is what Chargers owner Dean Spanos said. And Dean. By the way. Dean, Dean's been lights out this decade. <laughs> if there's been a bad move to make, he's made it. As I understand it, he called reporters over to him. He wanted to make sure that they were going to hear him say this, okay? And I quote, it's total fucking bullshit. <laughs> Said this in front of like seven <laughs> media members. We're not going to London. We're not going anywhere. We're playing in Los Angeles. This is our home and this is where we are planning to be for a long fucking time, period. And then in conjunction with that, the official Chargers team Twitter tweeted out the we're not leaving Wolf of Wall Street clip. <laughs> and then Dean had sex in a helicopter and took a shit in his bed. <laughs> oh 
Well, I I think oh, no, that was succession. My bad. Yeah. He shits in his bed every night. I mean, as as that, that he's been it's doing been a, that to the Chargers for been a for, rough decade for ten years. He's, Here's an idea: just build a thirty-five thousand seat stadium in San Diego. That was, build a fifty thousand seat well, stadium. But I'm saying, like, you don't have to build a football stadium that looks like Giant Stadium. Right. You can build one that's like forty thousand. It's tight. It's it could have music. Like there, it's not like there's not a ton of money in San there Diego. Was Ten million. I go there ways. for soccer but, tournaments but, all the time. But it's financing nice there. the stadium was why they left in the first place. Right? He Which wanted the stadium. They wanted them to pay for it. That's, that's the whole thing. That's always the story. I know, but fuck him. <laughs> or sell forty percent of the team and pay for it that right, way. Or there's right, so many right. different ways to do this there's, correctly. That's exactly right. There's Put 10 it in Orange County. To like, save it. Absolutely. What a right. dumbass. Instead, he's, he's a dumbass. like tagging on to the Rams lease. Like people barely want the Rams here. There's a loser. Do you think that the the Rams started? this has any validity i do Please, I, dear I, god. I love it it's great Please, dear god to, it's great to me i i understand the logic behind the conspiracy theory it's hard to get people in la to come to watch football games there's only going to be so many bodies and so many dollars you can bring in make sure they're coming to your your games not your opponents but first of all as you said that's already the case the rams already have the market share the chargers currently can't fill a soccer stadium the but Chargers are a zero impactor. None. Zero. At least not yet. The, the It's like, to me, it's the Don Draper, I, I don't think about you at all meme. Like, I just have a hard time believing that the Rams are letting the Chargers affect their plans at all or that they care or worry. Well, but, it, but think of, of how low cost. The Chargers are the Ginsburg. Yeah, but that's think about how low cost uh, uh, that, that effort is. Like, okay, let's write. We'll get this guy. Who, who's in in our pocket to write one story? That's that's all the heavy lifting they had to do. One person Allegedly. associated with the organization <laughs> saying write one story, and that's the nudge. Or that's not, all the nudge. Or that not we even need. telling him to write the story, yeah, right. but but Intimate. passing along Intimate. information that's that exactly might not be right. necessarily true. Not a big lift. You didn't really ask to anybody to go really way out over their skis. Oh, not a great be story. A he should have written great that story. Absolutely. If, I, if I he's agree. got information that says the the charges might move to London, that's a good story to write. Well, the Chargers have not only denied it, but the league has denied it. No substance whatsoever to oh, the league. The good That's thing is the league quote. has never lied. <laughs> <laughs> Take it to the bank. Bunch uh. of stand-up citizens there. Number two. Number two. Quarterback confidence watch. We have a few people we need to be keeping a very, very close eye on this week. Mm. A very close eye indeed. Number one. This one is a little more straightforward, but just to put it out there. Kyle Allen, now that, now that Cam Newton is on IR... Panthers Packers, one of the best games of the weekend. Panthers uh, Packers rather had their very weird swoon last weekend. Will presumably come out in much better shape. Cam done for the year with the foot injury. It's Kyle Allen's job right now. And the thing about the Cam story is everybody's saying general consensus seems to be this is it for him in Carolina. So Kyle Allen has the rest of the season to prove that he should be the quarterback they build around. What uniform is he going to wear in the Redskins? You think? <laughs> I mean, this is the thing. I'm yeah. trying. I was doing the math in my head. Two years from now, he will be the quarterback of the Deadskins. Who will be on that team? I'm sitting here literally thinking that. Cam Newton will be the quarterback of the Deadskins. The that would be great. It's the most skinsy move possible. It's, it's the skinsiest. As Dan Snyder's like, well, he was the MVP that, six years ago. This is this is the Dan Snyder move. So Kyle Allen has mm -hmm. a chance to either grab the job yep. by the balls mm -hmm. or, or punt it. That's right. And you're heading into a hell of a quarterback class. Plenty of options if you're not the guy. So you've got to earn it. Yeah. He had the red flag and the yellow square next to him in fantasy this oh. week. It's a bummer. The, That's always tough. The combo. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's yeah. always very tough. And he's I on pace think, for the best season. Here's my advice for CBS Sportsline. I think they could put more emojis next to the players. <laughs> like what, <laughs> like what a, body part? A body part emoji? Like Alshon Jeffrey should just have a toilet next to his thing. No, no red flag, nice. nothing. Just like a toilet. <laughs> that's not It's like, nice. guess what? If you're starting, your team's going to the you're toilet. You're being petty now because you have Alshon Jeffrey. No, I traded him. Oh. That's why I could be I petty. Mean, you haven't had really? I traded him and... Tevin Coleman. It was only Sunday night that you were saying, That's when will funny. I stop playing I Alshon Jeffrey? Those guys. I, I cut both. I traded him and Tevin Coleman for the 49ers defense and Cortland Sutton. What? What? Who's yeah. in your league? Wait, Damashek. Was this? Damashek needed a running back. Drew Locke is going to be throwing passes to Cortland Sutton soon. Yeah, but I like Cortland Sutton. I just Do didn't want like Alshon Jeffrey anymore. I needed the 49ers D. I like having good defenses. I like. Oh, my God. What a, that's so strange. I agree. Well, Tevin Coleman was really, my fourth running back. I didn't even need him. You can never have too many running backs. I have Chubb, I have Marlon Mack, and I have uh, Devin Singletary. The Chubb has never let you down. And I have Kareem Hunt as the Chubb backup. I'm just oh, sad. That's too many running didn't backs. didn't need Tevin Coleman. Okay. You know what I wanted? The 49ers D for the 14, 16, 15, 16 weeks. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Next next quarterback confidence watch. This yeah. is a big one. Our friend Mitchell Biscuit Trubisky. It's so bleak now. Here's where we are with it. Not sure if you've been following the news, but we've arrived at the moment where Biscuit is giving quotes about how he doesn't want the televisions on in the Bears complex. <laughs> that happened yesterday. We That's where we've that. arrived. Here's the quote. Trying to get some of these TVs in the building turned off because you got too many people talking on TV about us and what they think about us, what we should do, what we are, and what we're not. But they don't really know who we are or what, we'll keep, or what we're capable of. This part actually makes me feel a little bad as people. Oh, no. <laughs> Not just as football players, as people. So this is how you know he's really he struggling here. He does seem like here. a nice guy. I feel or bad for him. Or what we're going through or what we're thinking. It's just outside viewers looking in. Biscuit, he's getting existential. I'm really worried. I feel bad now. Can we give the black cat from MetLife Stadium to <laughs> Trubisky? Merge your two people you feel bad for? I don't know. Mitchell Trubisky once, when famously when he was uh, in college, sent a, a, a tweet about how he loved titties, but he spelled it with extra S's. I'm not sure he should be caring for animals. Titties? Yeah. Titties. Not sure he should be caring for animals. Well, he, uh, what did he, he started one year in high school, one year in college? One year at UNC. And, one year and it should have been one year in the NFL. He's about to be out of the league. <laughs> he has a choice to make. He gets to decide whether he's willing to be a backup quarterback or he's out of professional football. Third option. Ravens. XFL. Backup. Oh, XFL. XFL. This is a great call. You're right. No, he'll be a great XFL He player. will. He will be a great XFL. Wow. Yeah, why we have why the build around Landry Jones By and the Connor way, Cook when you speak, can build around Biscuit? Speaking of District of Champions, the Defenders... The Washington entrant in the XFL. I love. I love their odds. We Washington have a, defenders. The Washington defenders. Uh, we have the quarterback. A quarterback from uh, I think Ohio State from like six years ago. Car Cardell Jones. Yes, that's oh, who we have. We have Cardell. We have Cadillac Cardell. We're going to win the XFL. Oh, awesome. He had a good Steelers moment. Didn't yeah. He? Vaguely remember Chargers for, for a, a minute. Yeah, for sure. Can Absolutely. you imagine Bears fans listening to this as we talk about Trubisky <laughs> and the XFL unironically? It's where he belongs. <laughs> it's not our fault. I'm being completely earnest, by and the way. By the way, completely. he has a great life. He should look in the mirror and think about how lucky he is every he got single to play day. Football in he got the a NFL. huge deal. He got, he was the yeah. number a, a, a top five draft pick in the NFL and got that money. 
Like, think True. about the stroke of luck that, that was required to produce that result for him in his life. But there are, other, life. there are other things in life, and apparently he doesn't have them right now. You know? He the needs satisfaction a of a job well done, knowing that people support you. But even Biscuit is not number one on the QB <laughs> confidence watch meter. That is, of course, Mr. Trenchcoat and Mustache himself, Baker Mayfield, who you've talked about at length. We'll keep this quick, but... It is a crucial update that we, I think we have a journalistic responsibility to share with the, the listening public. If you were wondering why his facial hair changed three times during the game, you know, he came into the stadium, he had the full beard. Then he went to the handlebars. And by the end, famously now, infamously, dare I say, at the end, he was rocking just the mustache. Why? Says the original thought for me, do handlebars. I was undefeated before Sunday with the handlebar mustache. So I shaved it off because I didn't deserve it. Baker Mayfield is shaving his facial hair as games are unfolding because he doesn't think he deserves to have a handlebar mustache because of how poorly he's playing. That's where we've arrived. I think the internet <laughs> has driven an entire generation insane. <laughs> and that's Kyle's generation, by the way. I think it's driven them fucking insane. That's insane. This well, guy's a starting quarterback on an NFL team. Let's, let's, that's concerning. insane behavior. Let's be it's fair. More, it's troubling. I, I hope he's okay. I, think I root he, for you, Baker. He is being driven insane. The two head coaches in his professional career have been Hugh Jackson and Freddie Kitchens. Those are the two head coaches. Oh. For 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 the Freddie Soup. Soups for the for <laughs> the introduction. Soups. I like Soups is better soups. actually. Like Freddie Soups. Freddie yeah. Soups. Um, but imagine like being. Baker, you're taking shit and then you're going online and reading all of it and yeah. you're going in your Twitter replies and, you know, well, Joe you would... House 69 is making fun of you and you're getting mad. <laughs> like, yeah. all this shit's driving He's, everybody I crazy. I mean, he gets in the Instagram comments and responds to people. Yeah. There should be somebody in his Don't life. Don't do this, that. This is, that's, this is the point. There should be some adult in his life. I'm, I'm rooting for some adult in his life to intervene and say, look, you don't have to live this way. Just go be the best quarterback you can be. I understand that the situation is still chaotic AF. Don't the kids say AF? AF, right? Uh, it's it's a terrible, terrible friend. They haven't fixed anything. Did you bet the under for Cleveland, by the way? How did we not give out the Cleveland Browns under know. as a mortal we did. lock? We did. It was the lock I, didn't, I don't think I bet locks. it, though. I just bet the Colts. Them to miss the playoffs and them uh, uh, under whatever that crazy number was were, were the, the, the two locks. They have some stuff to figure out still in Cleveland. He still could be good. He's shown like, some, think, some really sustainable, good offensive I st football. I, I still believe in his talent. Me too. Do you think... I'd like to see him get the ball yes to Yes or no question. At halftime, is he scrolling through like his Twitter replies? I would say yes. God, I hope no. At halftime, I say no, just because I think he spends all of halftime having to listen to Odell ask him why he hasn't thrown a pass to him once. <laughs> but kind, he's asking kindly still. Yeah. I, I think he's. Hey, man, I I was open for now. The At halftime, half. applying salves and bombs and ice. Maybe in the minute and a half that Odell has to spend changing his cleats, Baker <laughs> scrolls through the tweets. It's all coming together. Yeah, yeah, Might yeah, be onto yeah. something. Like, do you guy. think Roger Federer is online going? Oh man, these people think I'm washed up. Roger Federer I'm going to read another never, bad piece about myself. He's never had to play for the Cleveland Browns. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> he never played for Hugh Jackson. Internet's driving everybody nuts. <sighs> Number one. Number one. We got an actual football one here. Monday Night Football, hell of a game. Seahawks, Niners. Great game. The return of one of the most important modern day rivalries in the NFL. Oh. 
Okay. Interesting. Robert Mays wrote about this for TheRinger.com. Great Good website piece. today. Good website. Good piece. <laughs> Good rivalry. Hoping for a good football game. Seven and two Hawks. Obviously, it's probably the, the best rivalry of the decade. I mean, you're completely wrong. Are you saying that? Are you trying to get a rise out of me? Because you know it's you know it's Steelers Ravens. I can't tell. Steelers Ravens. What are you talking what about? What are you talking about? Steelers Ravens. Ste- the more you repeat it, this decade, you think Steelers Ravens is the best rivalry? No, I don't think. I know. That is. Absurd. What do you think it is? One Super Dolphins, Bowl. Dolphins, Patriots? One Super Bowl appearance between the two of them. Tom Brady and his blood boy? One PED scandal between the two of them. House. I don't, I don't, I don't have a dog in this fight. I think Seattle-San Francisco has been the best one because they've had the probably the most good games against each other. The Pete Carroll... Jim Harbaugh years that was were special. Awesome, they special. were really good. Special, and now we have, of course, the Richard Sherman. Factor. Do you remember? Yes. I remember writing a piece for Grantland about it was a huge Breaking Bad, Game of Thrones. I think we're at on at the same time, mm-hmm. but then it was like week two or three, and it was Niners Seahawks, and it was all at the same time. Do you remember this? Not really, but vaguely. It was like, it was just this weird stretch where Breaking Bad and Game of Thrones were against each other, but then at the same time, Niners Seahawks. Was so like there's the only a couple of years when that could have been. It was 2014 or 2013. 13? Mm-hmm. 13. Yeah. That sounds right. Okay. Yeah. That was when I started at Grantland. Yeah. But, but so that, that was when it was the best rivalry, at least in that little era. And now it's going to be back at least for this year. Yeah. I mean, so this is got, an incredible game. The what? problem with the Pats is the Pats have never really had a rival. It was supposed to be the Steelers, but the Steelers just weren't. It was the Colts for a little bit. The Steelers just weren't man enough to hang in with us, unfortunately. Just so exhausting. And then the Ravens, like, I mean, you definitely punted on that rivalry, unfortunately. You watched football on Sunday night, right? I did. I'm glad you finally won one. Against us. I am ready for you to throw it back in my face in the playoffs, but it won't bother me. It won't phase me at all. I'm delighted right now, and you I, cannot take that away. From Kaya me. was with me. I don't. I don't think I can overstate how nonplussed I was that the Patriots lost a regular season game. Again, we'll see. You it's in the playoffs. not about the Patriots. We'll it's see about, in the playoffs. It's about validation and vindication for Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. I'm, not everything's about the Patriots. I'm glad you feel like you got it in early November. I'm living in the moment. Right now, I'm enjoying life. All I can judge Lamar by is January Lamar. When he took a dump for four quarters. You love Lamar. This is performative bullshit. I do love Lamar. <laughs> I do love Lamar. Now he's on my corner. Right? I won a seventh Super Bowl. It's very important to Kyle. Yeah, I was fucked up last week. Kyle was upset. Kyle's going to be rooting for the Seahawks Kyle wanted now. the undefeated season. Oh, that's Kyle's hard. rooting for the Seahawks. The Edelman fumble killed us. He, They have Josh Gordon now, and he loves Metcalf. He's a but Seahawks Jimmy, fan. But Jimmy. He does love Metcalf. This he does is a big game for you with yeah. Jimmy on the other side. I can't wait to see the Nick Bosa Russ matchup. It's going to be incredible. That is just phenomenal. It's going to be so, incredible. I almost took the Seahawks plus six for a million dollar picks mm-hmm. and decided not to because I think there's a version of this game where the Niners just kill them. I agree. Do you? Yeah. Um, I also think there's a version of this game where it's the Russell Wilson is the best player in this game game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think, I honestly think it's a gambling stay away. I, I could see either scenario going. The Kittle injury is a big question. How bad is the knee? How healthy will he be? And then I think I think the the question for the Niners defense is with the 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 Quan Alexander injury. Like, how does that change the comp, the composition of the defense? That's that's big for them. I still think they're an obviously outstanding football I think team. But 
the Brita Coleman combo. Also, they get their O line health back this week. Yeah, they got their O lines better. The Brita Coleman combo. There's just so much speed with them. Yeah. It's so kind of relentless. Yeah. It's so just like fast. every play. There's another guy who's hitting the corner at, at running a four. Well, and right now the Seahawks can't generate a pass rush. Right, Anza's not doing it. They're double teaming Clowney. So can they break through that pressure, Jimmy? It's gonna be a fun. The game. other thing with the Seahawks that would worry me if I was a Seahawks fan. Um, well, you said no pass rush. Weird, like coaching. You know, last two minutes of the first half, like doing some sort of blowing yeah. the last time out when you shouldn't. Like Pete Carroll's, some of that stuff starting to happen with them. And then they'll put the ball on the ground is the other thing. Yeah. Carson won't put the ball on the ground. You can get the ball from him. That's part of what's really fun about this this game in particular, this matchup, is the coaching style contrast between Carroll and Shanahan. That yeah. old school, school, new school, really conservative versus really aggressive. I'm looking forward to seeing that. And the pass rush will be if it's like a 30 to 10 type of Niners win. I feel like it'll be the pass rush. I mean, Bosa is Cause unbelievable. The way to get Wilson is just where he doesn't even have a chance to do his little fucking stuff he does. I really like Metcalf. I, we talked about him last week. Yeah, I, I think he's emerged into a real weapon for them. He's incredible. But I think the case for the Seahawks is like respect for Russell Wilson. Absolutely. And that's it. Which sometimes can backfire in games like this where you're like, oh, man, he, the, does, he doesn't even have three seconds. So far pass. this season, the defense hasn't been up to it. Like they let the Falcons back in last week. I don't think you their defense I mean? is good. I'm I agree. You. This is the yeah. thing. This is that. And then and so the question marks with uh, uh, Kittles. Yeah. Uh, is, is Kittles. Really... Kittles and bits. <laughs> yes. You mean Kittle? Yeah, you know what I mean. This is groggy. It's getting hot. Now. Exactly. Plus, I woke up at five in the morning. East Coast. Um, that's that's. The, the only thing that would scare me away. But I agree that it's a stay away, bet it, betting-wise. We didn't bet it this week. All right. Mallory's most intriguing. Pleasure as always. Delightful you can listen to be here with you. Mode. you can listen to House on House of Carbs. We had this week, You Suck at Cooking, the wildly popular uh, YouTube videos, instructional videos by a guy who just wants you to cook simply and enjoy yourself doing it with some fun songs and kind of a funny sense of humor. That's it wonderful. sounds like you can get him for the cast of load management too. <laughs> oh <my goodness>. <laughs> <laughs> well, he would be, it would be a disembodied penis <laughs> because he never it. shows his face. He's anonymous. So it'd be an anonymous. Oh, he's penis. anonymous. Oh. Yeah. I mean, an anonymous. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So you could what? do some eyes wide shut. <laughs> oh, I like this. I'm into it's, that. Let's get out of What this. about the ice cream? <laughs> Thanks, Jenny's house. ice Thanks, cream Mallory. in a bathtub. Thanks so much to State Farm. Thanks to House and Mallory. Thanks to the Book of Basketball 2.0 podcast, which you can listen to on Apple or Spotify or Google or wherever you want to get your uh, your favorite new podcast. Coming up with another one late Monday night. Be ready for that. Thanks to LaCroix Sparkling Water. Refreshment, flavor, sparkle with an in innocent twist of zero calories, zero sweeteners, and zero sodium. LaCroix's 25 flavors are derived from natural sources with natural fruit essences, distinctive packaging, robust aroma, Natural Essence, make LaCroix the innocent alternative for health-conscious consumers. LaCroix Sparkling Water is available nationwide. For a full list of retailers, visit LaCroixWater.com. For more information, join the LaCroix community on social at LaCroix Water. And also thanks to Square, which is more than a little white credit card reader. It's a whole system of tools built to run and grow any kind of business from point of sale and payroll to invoices and online stores. Go to Square.com slash go slash BS to see all the ways... You can take your business from square one to whatever's next. Uh, I will see you Sunday night after the uh, Sunday night game with Sal, as always. Enjoy the weekend until then. <laughs>